happening, everybody? Welcome to the Vulnerability Talk Show. This is your host, Mish. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's such a pleasure to have you in today. The date is the 7th of December. I'm so excited because my birthday is coming up. Ooh. So sad that I won't be able to go home. It's, it's looking like a white Christmas for me this year. Remember, you're on 101.7 CHLYFM. Yeah, and this is the Vulnerability Talk Show. We have a special guest in today, and I'm so excited. Okay, but first, before we start, um, we all know Virgil Abloh, and um, he recently passed away. I didn't know too much about him, and hopefully our guest is going to be able to tell him what he knows, and... um, Yeah, but I wanted to start off by playing a song, you know, just to tribute this song to him. It's called Just a Moment by Naz. This is just a moment dedicated to my mother, my grandmother, my father, all my niggas in the pen, all my niggas that died in the struggle. Love y'all. Can we please have a moment of silence? Silence. That's for my niggas doing years of confinement And for my soldiers that passed over No longer living that couldn't run Whenever the reaper came to get them Can we please pour out some some liquor? Symbolizing this, take your time and to consider that Though our thugs ain't here, the love is here And we gon' rep till slugs kill us here This for my dogs, stuck in the struggle Trying to gain, smoking trauma, sniffing rhyme While selling cocaine, trapped in the game Not knowing how to stop and get by Deliver the life, so instead they live it to die Can we please have a moment of peace? For every G that fell for us, flag in the streets, blood in the thugging, poking and loking, cripping and creeping, Latin and kinging, or just for poor righteous teach. As day comes and night falls, for the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all. And even though life must go on, we still mourn while wishing y'all were home. As day comes and night falls, for the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all. And even though life must go on, we still mourn while wishing y'all were home. And can we have another moment of silence? For brothers who die from black on black violence From here to the dark continent with rebel sell diamonds The clients all through the world got little black girls dying And can we please pour some more liquors? For Will, Mokeen, Ball, Pappy, my niggas, here's another warrior song from Nasty and Quan. It's to him I pass the baton to carry the song. Streets disciples, salute to those who gone with bullets. And I promise to rhyme and Quan, I rep this life to the fullest. And can we please have a moment of truth? For soldiers and troops away with helmets and boots And families back home that pray they make it home safe Hoping they don't get hit by stray Your missiles, this is just a moment To let y'all all know that we miss you Mommy, I'm still here Wishing I was there with you As day take a comes moment. and night falls For the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all And even though life must go on We still mourn while wishing y'all were home As day comes and night falls the rest of our lives will miss y'all And even though life must go on We still mourn while wishing y'all were home And can we please have a moment to mourn? <laughs> 
For Pac, Biggie, and Punk, cause through us they live on Jet Master J, Freaky Ty, and Aaliyah Big Ellen left eye, when we die we hope to see ya Can we please have a moment for children Who got raped and murdered or trapped in the system Who never knew their father, never learned to dream But was got about drug dealers, killers, and crack fiends For single mothers that's forced to play mom and dad Bustin' the ass to give a kid shit she never had For my niggas in the pen, hoping rhymes and get them signed So when released, they can say bye to a life of crime For every mother that held a son in the street bleeding Crying a song of sorrow too dark and deep for speaking Just a moment outside the day-to-day struggle To let the ones we really care about know that we love them As day comes and night falls For the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all And even though life must go on We still mourn while wishing y'all were home As day comes and night falls For the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all And even though life must go on We still mourn while wishing y'all were home Yo, to my baby brother Tech We know you as Lil Dex, nigga In the feds Big bro holding it down for you, boy. Just come home. I love you, my nigga. I do this for you and me. When I shine, you shine. And most important to my sister Tia, out there in Iraq. Just know that we got the babies. My nephew is gonna be fine. Put my life and my blood on that. We love y'all. Okay, everybody, you're listening to the Vulnerability Talk Show. This is your host with the most, Mish. I'm so so excited to announce our guest today. His name is Ovion. And yeah, hi, Ovion. How are you? Good, good. How's it going? Good, too. Sorry, I'm not. Oh, yeah, this. I think it's this mic. That yes, works. it is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, perfect. How's school? Yeah, school, school, you know. I could ask you the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited that it's over. Well, almost over, but yeah. um, just, you know, a few more days and yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to the end of it all. <laughs> My goodness. Um, do you have exams? Yeah, I got exams. Oh, for sure. But I have like five exams. Oh my goodness. Back to back to back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, the first song that I played was Just a Moment um, by Naz and it was... Um, just, you know, giving um, tribute to all the people that died and all that. And um, yeah, the first time I heard about Virgil Abloh and, you know, his death was actually from something that you posted. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about him. And when I started to read more about him, I started to see, you know, he works with um, Frank Ocean and mm-hmm. um, Kanye West. And I've always wondered who's been behind that, yeah. you know. And it's just nice to see that it's a black man who's yeah. behind. And it's just sad to know that we know him, know that he's dead. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I didn't know him. And I think maybe that was a fold on my part because everyone seems to know him. Mm-hmm. But how did you first learn about um, Virgil Abloh? Oh, yeah. Um, I remember, I think, uh, back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I used to be very into, like, the whole streetwear, mm. fashion scene and all that. Yeah. And um, I used to, like... I remember I used to watch lots of YouTube videos about like streetwear brands because I've always wanted to start my own like streetwear brand. Yeah. And eventually I discovered Virgil Abloh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's this uh cre- creative who started off 
with a brand called Pyrex. Mm -hmm. um, I think he used to go to high school with Kanye or something, so they used to hang out a lot. And, oh, yeah. you know, it was kind of, kind of like Kanye's, like, boy, like Kanye's best friend, you know. Yeah. Uh, whenever Kanye needed, like, creative directing and, like, like any of his music videos, like his fashion style, any of that, like, Virgil was always, like, the go-to guy. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, I just really loved, like, what Virgil was doing with the fashion scene. Like, he was just, like, deconstructing all everything we knew or we understood about what fashion was. You yeah. Know, he was doing it in his own way. And he's this, like, immigrant from Ghana. Wow. You know, who was doing this at, on, like, the biggest stage in the world. And, mm. You know, for me, it was just very inspiring to, like, see all that for sure. Okay, yeah. so how far with the dream to, you know, make streetwear and that sort of thing? Yeah, um, I have a brand called Wolf. Um, uh, are are you talking about like my dream? Yes! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I have a brand called Wolf. Uh, it's it's sort of like a production house. I'm very interested in like the whole merchandising and yeah. creating products. Uh, right now we mainly do clothing. Uh, just to like start and see where we go. But for me, like my whole vision expands way beyond clothing like i want to be able to design uh all types of things like furniture yeah. uh kitchen utensils like iphone cases like whatever just as long as it has my brand on it for that sure. is so awesome yeah. um, i think i've seen the logo on your instagram and stuff but yeah. hopefully um after the show you can send everything and we can promote your stuff please man. thank you <laughs> That's so awesome um right i also have seen you posting about nfts like everyone is talking about nfts and I actually watched yeah. a video and someone was like, if you got this amount of money, what would you do with it? And someone was like, I'll invest in an NFT. And I was like, yeah. guys, like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, NFTs, uh, also known as non-fungible tokens, okay. they kind of work like crypto in the sense that, um, so consider you have, you, you, you draw something online, like you have a digital painting or something, yep. right? So we all understand that anything that's digital can be replicated and copied again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And as a digital artist, uh, it might be difficult showing what the original copy is. Right. Uh, so NFTs serve as a way of like authenticating that. Mm -hmm. uh, they work in the, with the same technology that crypto works. So they work on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't really know what the blockchain is, it's sort right. of like this ledger online where um transactions get recorded mm -hmm. and there's no one centralized hub mm -hmm. where like one person like controls everything you know the transactions get spread across like different computers and different servers yeah. so that everybody can see what transaction happens when it happens how it happened you know who bought who who bought what and you know what was bought and all that mm -hmm. so that's how nfts work you know uh they work in the same way as that um, and also, uh, they also, you know, they're just like, they work, anything could be an NFT pretty much, mm -hmm. um, digital art, digital music. It could be a contract between two people. It could be literally anything that's digital. It just serves as a way of authenticating what the original, you know, art piece or whatever yeah. was. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, you seem to know so much about this. I just had a question. Is this something that you, is this knowledge that you've accumulated over the years? Is this something you taught yourself? <laughs> is it, is there a program um, in Nigeria that teaches, you know, young men this stuff or it's, it's just something you're interested in? 
Yeah, no, I'm just a, I'm just a very curious individual. Yeah. Uh, like I, I study computer science at VIU. Okay. You know, so I'm very like into like the technology space. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of research and in, into what's new, what's popping, what's coming up. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I heard about NFTs the same way everybody else heard about NFTs. You know, right. I actually heard about it this year. Okay. You know, so um, I did my own research into it because like. Just like a lot of people, like I was just as confused as you guys. Yeah. You know, like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just as confused, you know. But um, man, I, I would say I, I probably understand only about sixty to seventy percent of it still. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. Uh, from what I understand, like the technology is gonna be very groundbreaking. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, what is Christmas looking like for you? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I. I plan on uh, going back to visit home. I haven't been home in four years. Wow. You know. So uh, I will be going back home, and um, I'm looking forward to turning up. <laughs> right. So you seem unfazed by <laughs> the bands and everything that's happened. So I was actually going home. I'm. I'm pretty sure my listeners. I've heard the story. I've rinsed it out. But yeah. it's because I'm hurt, guys. I'm really hurt that I won't be able to go home. But mm. um, I had to cancel the ticket home because of, you know, the band. the new variant and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm upset, but I'm actually in the final stages of um, acceptance. <laughs> I've just accepted that. <laughs> we'll be in the snow. And I was looking forward <laughs> to just being in the sun and stuff like that. So, yeah. um do you are you not changing anything or no um <laughs> if i'm if i'm uh if i if what i know is correct i don't think the bans affect international students oh really yeah i don't think the ban in, affects us don't do that no i'm serious like where were you when i was canceling my ticket <laughs> I, I, I wish you asked yeah you i don't think the ban affects international students that I, I don't want to pass on misinformation, but I know like Ontario says like the, like the ban does not affect international students for sure. So I'm guessing it's like a countrywide thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, have you always been in Nanaimo or you recently moved to Nanaimo? Uh, I, re- I moved to Nanaimo, um, I think last year. That was last year. Yeah. Uh, I used to live in Victoria, you know, before this but um i moved to nanaimo my sister bought a house here oh that's amazing uh so i just moved here to kind of like hang out with her chill mm-hmm. with her and you know get to like also move around because i've i've been to i've been to some cities in canada i've been mm-hmm. to toronto i've been to st Catharines. i've been like all the way over to the east coast so like yeah i moved to nanaimo like last year and um you know settled in viu and yeah so by myself here now yeah Okay. Um and Nanaimo Victoria. Nanaimo Victoria? Yeah. Uh man. Uh <laughs> That's not even tough. I don't even know what you're thinking. Okay. I, well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Because like I I I understand where everyone is coming from when they say like Victoria is like the city, but like I mean like Victoria's just Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one, especially when you live there for for quite some time. But, yeah. Um yeah, I, I, I I would say I want to probably settle here, maybe. Um, I'd like to buy a house here because houses here are definitely cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had um, so many conversations with um, people about, like international students, about um, wanting to stay here and move back home. And mm. um, yeah, I 
for one, would like to move back home and settle in my country one day. Mm. But I've met a lot of people that are not wanting to go not back. Not wanting to go yeah. back. Where do yeah. you stand? Oh, no, definitely. Uh, I would love to go back at some point. Yeah. Um, for me, I the, main, the, the whole dream of being here is to acquire knowledge and gather resources, you yeah. know, build a foundation here. Maybe, like I said, buy a house, get some land, buy property, you know, maybe start a company, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I definitely would love it would love to go back home like i love lagos like i love the city i love the energy um i just love the vibes over there it's it's insane it's yeah wicked. yeah um i remember the first time that i met you yeah. i couldn't tell where you were from because yeah. um <laughs> i don't know i think it's a bit toxic but i do this thing where i'll be able to tell where someone is from by mm. listening to their accent their accent yeah and it was so hard <laughs> for me because i kept on listening to you speak and i was like where is this boy from i can't then you said one word i was like nigeria i <laughs> i feel like um it is i don't know do you think it's a toxic way of um um <laughs> no not really i mean like i i get a lot of people asking me the same questions like i like for me like my uh I don't know. I've, like I said, like I've been here for four years, so mm -hmm. I, I still have like my Nigerian accent. But this, there is some, there's a little bit of like a code switch in there. Yeah. For some reason, you know, just like talking to a lot of white people, you yeah. know, you gotta like code switch a little bit so mm -hmm. they can understand you. But not like my Nigerian accent is definitely still there. Like whenever I'm talking to like Nigerians, like yeah, yeah. like it comes out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you think the change was something um you had to think about, or it just happened and one day you just had this? Yeah, it definitely just happened uh, across time. Like I like for me, I don't even hear the accent. But like I, mm. I like I could tell when people like hear it. But um, for me, it just like happened across time. Like I said, like you know, most people here are white. So if you're conversating with them, you know, sometimes they can't really understand what you're saying. That's true. Um, not even just the white people. Like some like sometimes like people from other countries in Africa that can't even necessarily like understand what I'm saying because like Nigerians we we tend to like speak very fast yeah. you know so uh, <laughs> right. yeah I had I, I definitely I definitely had to like maybe slow down my words a little bit and like mm -hmm. try to like make sure like people like understood what I was saying and all that so yeah so when you're talking to your parents do you talk like that nah, or? No it does way. it doesn't well, work right I mean like well it depends like my like for me like I talk to anybody this way like I'll yeah. talk to my parents my siblings you know I could also talk to my parents and my siblings with like my like raw Nigerian accent, like yeah. when I wanted to come out, it to come out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah. um, yeah, nah. Just uh, for me, I'm not really thinking about it. I'm just speaking, you know, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um. How? Tell me about your your upbringing. Yeah. So um, I was born in Lagos, Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Um, born to a middle class family and uh. I've my parents are still together. Uh, I've got four siblings, mm -hmm. and um, I'm a, I'm the fourth out of five. So yeah, I grew up around uh, older siblings. I grew up around right. like people who really, you know, instilled a lot of wisdom in me. You know, like you couldn't really just like mess up and get away <laughs> with it. You know, like my older sisters, like they were not for that. But yeah. um, yeah, I grew up uh. I grew up uh, being very good at school and just, I was like a really shy kid. Um, I didn't really talk a lot as a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had like maybe like one or two close friends yeah. or something. You know, I played 
lots of like video games i used to like read lots of books as well mm-hmm. you know I, I remember like one day like i i just picked up this encyclopedia and i just started reading it wow. <laughs> just because i was wow, like yeah i was just that kind of kid um mm-hmm. but yeah no nah, um, i grew up in a very loving family very bubbly we always we we've always like loved the idea of having fun mm-hmm. you know we've always loved the idea of you know having a great time we always love right. making sure people always had a great time so mm-hmm. we're kind of like known in our estate and in like around like our family friends as like the fun bubbly family okay. for sure yeah That's good yeah so you know having a lot of um siblings before you i can attest to that because mm-hmm. i have three people before me. same same as me so um same as me. it was just inevitable that you know there was comparison happening yeah. but it wasn't so much for me because my siblings are closer together and then there's like a six-year gap and then i came along okay but um just my parents dealing with my sisters and my brother there's just a lot of it was different like it was just like um you have to be like this person you have okay. to be like yeah did you go through that and um can you say that it influenced the person that you are today uh yeah for sure um like i said like i i, I would say i i, I was the quote-unquote good kid you okay. know like i was like like daddy's boy you yeah know, like mommy's kid and um yeah no nah, like i said like i grew up like being very in tune with my academics and stuff mm-hmm. like i was just that kind of kid who didn't really cause any trouble you know um like so my parents definitely my i would say like my parents definitely did a lot more of the hardcore parenting on my elder siblings mm-hmm. and then like once they got to me i was just like this little baby you know who could do <laughs> yeah. no wrong like i i remember like my dad had me at like 42 or something so like he'd right. already like seen three kids before me he was already like oh man i've seen it all you I'm know tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know but uh yeah no nah, um i think it's natural in any environment where you find more than one or two people mm-hmm. you know th- there's definitely going to be some comparison right. some competitive uh, competition but uh, if it's all healthy and you know there's still love like you know this it's all good I right yeah okay so we're just gonna take a little musical break and our first sure. song that we're gonna play today is called reverse by natty o Olele. ability extension africa africa's finest I wanna back to the next morning. Check Tamuk. Incoming. On your marks, ready go. Addicted to the music and I don't wanna let it go. Don't wanna let it go. Mm. When them bust it on the radio, feel it deep within my soul. Yeah, I reverse for me. Break that tune for me. I wanna back to the next morning. Cause I like it Reverse for me Play that tune for me I wanna back to the next morning Cause I like it Chikuna Kita Kawagara Bamba This tune now wicked dog Chikuna Kita Kawagara Bamba 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 Kunakita, 
Tell me how you feel it. Turn up the bass and lock up the lights for me. Lock the bass is easy. I'm on a high dimension. Can't tip with my vibration. See by my pin down section. Baby, expand body in a nation. Love this moment, I'm feeling fresher. I feel alive in a dissertation. Fly over both pandem expectation. This is what makes me feel so special. On your marks, ready, go. Addicted to the music and I don't wanna let it go. Mm-hmm. When the music on the radio, feel it deep within my soul. Yeah, I reverse for me. Play that tune for me. I wanna back to the next morning. Cause I like it Reverse for me Play that tune for me I wanna vibe to the next morning Cause I like it Chikuna Kita Kavagara Bamba This tune now wicked dog Chikuna Kita Kavagara Bamba 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 Fly straight to Paris You fucking with the cream de la cream mm. Say she never seen a guy like me She confess mm. Say nobody hit it right like me She confess Bend down, get on your knees Girl, never digress Ooh. She really want a flex with me She wanna break bread with me Bad man looking good in the air Bad man drip to the car Spot on the right spot Bad man sleek and you know Bad man looking good in the air Bad man drink to the car Spot cars parked on the right spot Bad man sleek and you Clarity, clarity won't be me Screw them niggas, them I won't be me Ice on me, looking fresh and clean Definitely put me eye patch on me Take my vanilla cold stone In my villa Me one chop your razor sativa on cold Cold Say she never seen a guy like me She confess Say nobody hit it right like me She confess Bend down, get on your knees, girl, never digress Ooh, she really want a flex with me She want to break bread with me Bad man looking good in the air 
bad man drift to the club. Spot cars parked on the right spot. Bad man snake, I know. Bad man looking good in the yard. Bad man drift to the club. Spot cars parked on the right spot. Bad man snake, I know. Me not get time for love, definitely not. Me get girls around to come warm me up. Me and the prince, we pull up in fleets. VSOPs to my monamis. Take my vanilla cold stone. In a my villa, me want chop your resource sativa on cold, cold, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, love. So that was um, Dio by Raga as well as just, as well as, what was the first song that I played? Yes, Nati O Reverse. Thank you so much. <laughs> I literally just forgot. Anyway, remember <laughs> you're listening to the Vulnerability Talk Show here on 101.7 CHLYFM with your host with the most, Michelle, and we have a special guest, Ovion. Um, yeah, and he was just telling us about his family and his upbringing. Um, I also noticed that you... Um, do some web designing and um, mm. yeah, tell me about that. Uh, yeah, so um, like I said, like I study computer science. Um, I'm very like tech oriented and uh, so I, I started learning how to build websites last year, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm self-taught, so. Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I, I i i've always wanted to learn how to build websites because i i figured it, um in my line of work uh i would probably would not want to hire anyone to do that kind of stuff for me um and plus if i'm studying computer science like i might as well like learn it so yeah i started learning how to build websites and yeah it's been really good uh, super fun yeah enjoy it okay so yeah. just to get off topic a bit sure what do you think needs to be done for um, people of color, um, BIPOC mm. individuals, in terms of teaching them about financial literacy? Because mm. I feel like there's a big gap, and I feel like most of the things I had to learn about money, mm. um, I had to find out myself. Mm. Um, I wasn't really taught about it in school. Yeah. And yeah, what do you think should be done for BIPOC individuals? Because I feel, I feel like, okay, yes, money is a problem for everyone, but yeah. um, I think it's even... It's worse for us. Exactly, because yeah. it's that intersectionality. There's so yeah. many things crossing and then now money is another yeah, thing. So, sure. yeah. yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, no. Nah, uh, I think the, the whole concept of money is really crazy because, like, people don't necessarily understand how money works. Mm. Um, I, I, I remember le- learning about, like, uh assets and like right. shares and that kind of stuff and uh i think like 
honestly speaking, I believe that a lot of the knowledge that you acquire in your life, you don't necessarily learn in school. Mm-hmm. I think you learn through experience and you learn through doing your own research. Right. At least for me, that's what it's been for me. And yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of the very important things that we as people need to learn uh we're not taught that in school mm-hmm. you know like how to do your taxes right you know what a 401k plan is mm-hmm. you know how to invest in rsps and stuff like that right. and um yeah no i think it's very important for us as people of color to be very conscious about what money really means mm-hmm. you know yeah um remember um what's his name <laughs> He was a Nigerian guy and he got arrested um, for fraud, I guess. Mm. What was his name? I'm trying to think of his uh, name. Hush Puppy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, Hush Puppy. Do you know how long he was in the business before he got arrested? Nah, I don't know this guy from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the whole concept was scary because he was mad rich. He was mad yeah, rich. Yeah, he was balling. He was balling big time for sure. So yeah. do you think that's what's funding most people's... Um, lifestyles scamming and food and that's that sort of thing um well i mean like i think that's a really good question because for me the way i, I see it i think the whole system itself is broken yeah you know and i feel like that reflects a lot on the citizens and individuals of your, right. of your country or whatever mm-hmm. um i think for the most part like nigeria in some way has been painted as like the poster child for like that kind of stuff mm. but if you really think about it like america is way more corrupt mm. you know there's like <laughs> right way more fraud happening there you know mm. and um yeah no nah, i i think definitely that in a system that's broken yeah. um power obviously trickles from the top all the way to the bottom and right. if if the system's you know sick at the top you know it's gonna it's gonna show in certain individuals right. like not to not to take away from the fact that you know like fraud is wrong or anything like that you mm-hmm. know but um i think for the most part uh these individuals what you find is a lack of opportunity mm-hmm. from the government and stuff like that you know right. pushes these individuals into those kind of sectors and you know like yeah I really like that point that you said, um, you know, it seems like they're blaming other people for it because it's existing in America. And I think the whole system is broken, as you said, and a broken system relies on using scapegoats to kind of, you know. Exactly. And I think even if you look at this whole system with this new like variant and stuff like that. I was just going to say that. (laughs) I was just going to say that. Just like blocking out the southern. Exactly. That's crazy. It's very racist way like it's it's, super racist yeah like there's no denying that it's super racist like like if we're being honest like covid didn't start in africa like it started in china you know and um right now we've heard of more european countries that reported the cases of the omicron variant Mm -hmm. and for some reason like african countries are getting banned for that like there's no sense uh, at all um i don't know if you saw this um post by um a German newspaper mm. and it was a boat with um, these little oh yeah those little <laughs> listen do you know I actually looked at the data of that thing and I was like nah this is not 2021 it's a lie they painted the coronavirus to, to look like and, and they said brown, the black virus black is coming people. like the African virus is coming yeah they've been, they've been saying that for a long time is that <laughs> yo like hello is that even real 
yeah, it's the world we live in. You know, we can't uh, they can't really deny the adverse effects of racism. Um, like I said, the entire system is broken, and um, it definitely trickles down into different sectors of life and and government and economy. And um, yeah, we're just we're just seeing the twenty twenty one version of racism. You know, and you know what's even crazy to me is um, it was in a newspaper. Do you understand? Like. Yeah. A newspaper dedicated for the people that means yeah. that there are people that approved this a whole yeah. board of people approved yes. that when i went to um i was in halifax some time ago and i went mm. to this africa africville um museum and there's um an article it's dated um from the time that you know colonizers were still at their prime yeah. and um in it one of um the settlers is advertising um a lost um slave of his so he's using all these racial slurs and he's saying, you know, I'll give you 20 bucks if you find my slave. Just like what we in do. In 2021. No, no, not in 2021. Okay. <laughs> luckily, it was at the prime of, you know, ra- um, colonialization. But okay, okay, if okay. you look at um, this newspaper, yeah, there is no difference, no difference in that. Like I said, like racism has just been uh, branded differently. You know? And people don't understand how harmful it is to term something the chinese virus or the african virus yeah. what does that mean for the people who are in the community who are african or who are you know yeah it's so terrible yeah yeah no definitely um like for me like honestly speaking like if, if we're being honest like the whole covid thing like started in china like we don't really understand like um what's really going on like there's lots of like conspiracy theories or whatever but like yeah you know we can for sure attest that it started in like wuhan china mm-hmm. and uh you know china's like I think China has overtaken the U.S. economically right mm-hmm. now. But yeah, no, they're definitely on the come up. On um, I just think like the the U.S. realizes that China's definitely like a very big economical powerhouse. So right. the kind of relationships that they want to keep with this kind of countries, you know, they don't necessarily want to server it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they look at like countries that, you know, you and I come from and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, these guys don't really matter, you know. So. True. Dave, uh, this is like a very racist and stereotypical trope that they're trying to throw on right, us right. Africans for sure. Yeah, um, I think that's a very good point you made because if you look at, um, I don't have the correct knowledge on this, but I'm pretty sure if you look at um, exports and all the business that was happening with China when this virus started, yeah. def- I'm pretty sure they went down and that's that's what will make American system, um, American economy go up because they're now starting to rely on an American economy instead of the Chinese one. Again, scapegoats are just weakening others and making yeah. others look bad. Yeah. China's definitely like buying up a lot of countries' shares. Like China's like really like Oof. going into lots of countries. Like if the entire Chinese economy crashed today, like the world will feel it for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I can even attest in my country, they're doing a lot of um, work. Um, yeah. yeah, and I also just saw an article about them getting, I'm not too educated on this, but something in Uganda and um, yeah, the airport and that sort of thing. That. And I don't, people were upset. I, honestly speaking, like I don't, I can't really attest if that information is true or not. Mm-hmm. But what I definitely can speak on is the fact that, uh, yeah, no, China's definitely like, buying lots of like shares and companies in these like right. like in ghana like i think like the country like the country like the like the gold mines and stuff like that you know it's crazy 
it's crazy for sure. And lots of these countries are indebted to China, so yeah, um, it gives them the um, it gives them the the sort of like quote unquote the access to like their country's resources and stuff like that, right. you know. So I don't know. To yeah. me, it seems like a modern day um, colonization, like a contemporary, it, it, like it, a, it definitely is a mini version of it, <laughs> colonization. It, it, it definitely is. Yeah. 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 Okay, so just to change the topic a bit, I've been mm. following a story from um, Nigeria about a little boy who was um, mm. who lost his life, and yeah. um, it's it's so painful to think you can send your child to school and one day, you know, yeah, they're just not coming back the same. And he was only twelve. That's not even coming back at all. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Right, and um, scary world. Yeah, how is yeah. the Nigerian system in terms of um, bullying and school and? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's a really good question. Uh, right. I I went to boarding school myself, mm. so like, there's nothing anybody could tell me that I don't really understand about boarding school. Right. Um, I went to boarding school for six years, and like, the entire system of, of boarding school is built on oppressing people who are younger than you in some sense. Right. Um, I think what happens is juniors get oppressed, and then they become seniors. And then they oppress the juniors. Continue the system. And it's like a, in computer science, we call this a, a recursive function. Right. You know, it recurses. It just goes on, you mm. know. And, um, yeah, no, nah, the system is definitely broken, mm-hmm. like I said. And, uh, like, the system is definitely built on lots of these senior guys, like, trying to access their own force, right. you know, because they felt, oh, it happened to me. Yeah. You know, it's my turn to do it to you. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely understand it. I've been in boarding school since I was yeah. like six or seven. So I've yeah. had like <laughs> years of, yeah. um, you know, boarding school, high school and primary yeah. school. So I do get that. System. I would, Even I, when I was yeah. a senior, I was also very, yeah. you know. I would say like boarding school is sort of a reflection of society at large. I, and it shows you, it sh- it, it's sort of like it breeds you in that whole culture of the of the politics of society. Right. And it shows you, like, I remember growing up, like, uh, like my sister, like, my elder sister, she used to be very popular in school. And right. and for that reason, like, my brother, like, he got some favors because of that. Right. From, like, the senior boys. Because, like, you know, they don't, nobody really wants to hurt, like, the cute girl's brother or something exactly. like that. You know what I mean? Yo, I get and, that. And then my brother, like, he became popular. And I, was, I also, like, got favors from that. Right. You know? But then, like, I remember, like, having classmates that literally, like, got tortured. Yeah. You know, for some crazy ass reason in the world. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, no, nah, it's like, like the whole body boarding school system definitely like it, 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 it make it gets you prepared for like the politics of society at large, I would say. I agree to for that. Sure. Um, yeah. but I think in the example of this school and this boy's life, yeah. it's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of bullying that goes on and there's no accountability for it. So yeah. now um, leading is now perceived as, you know, not even perceived, but portrayed as as um, being a prefect or being yeah. a lead. But it's bullying. There's yeah. no line and we yeah. need to draw that because if you're going to sure. punish me, okay, yes, make me not go for this thing. Make me not go for an event. Make yeah. me write lines. Make me do this, <laughs> right? Like lines. I Let's remember do- uh, there was this one thing in secondary school where yeah. they would like draw something on the wall. Yeah. And it'd be like, you have to make that thing move. 
from one end, <laughs> Yo, from one end the, of the wall to the other. <laughs> there's this time um, I was in high school. My cousin actually made me do this punishment. Okay. So they, we had a pond at our school and um, I had to take a bucket, fill it with water. Um, in fact, I had to put my bucket like five steps away from the pond. From the pond. Get a fork and fill the bucket <laughs> with Oh. I, I, I was thinking you were even gonna mention those uh, netty baskets. Those oh baskets yeah, 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 And then they'd be like, "Yeah, you gotta use." So this. even if you do manage with a fork, you're gonna get there, and it's just gonna. Uh, oh my I don't God. even understand. There was no point in that. But honestly, that was fun. It wasn't harmful. It didn't involve yeah. her touching me or hurting me. And yeah. I think that's the whole point of it. We're supposed to look back and laugh and say that was actually crazy. Yeah, that it was, was impossible, crazy. but not. Yeah. You know, this little boy had acid and yeah. all these things that were yeah. happening, and I. Honestly speaking, I don't even feel like anybody should have the right to punish your child. Like that's not like a staff. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're a student, like we we have, like we have equal rights right. and stuff like that. Like right. just the the mere fact that you're older does not negate from that. Yeah. You know, like yeah, don't don't touch me. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. I think apparently there's like now a new system of. In fact, what do you think about, um, I don't know the exact word, but like getting smacked by your parents and um, mm. getting hit and stuff like that. Was that something that happened to you when you were growing up? And um, are you going to be that type of dad? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, in, um, in the Nigerian culture, like that's definitely like a big thing. Like if you if you mess up, like you're getting whooped, you know. Right. Um, but like I said, like I, I'm, I'm the fourth out of five kids and my dad had me like pretty late so i didn't necessarily get whooped a lot right um i honestly don't even remember getting whooped at all yeah um, but yeah, not nah, for me i can understand like why like kids get whooped like <laughs> i'm also like i'm also like a christian and like right. you know like like you know spare the rods body child like yeah. i get it you know like but like as long as it's not abusive you know i think there's certain ways you could teach and correct a child Mm -hmm. that they understand like i didn't get whooped but like i like i grew up really you know well behaved right you know like obviously everybody goes through like the teenage phase but Mm -hmm. yeah i grew up like very well behaved and Mm -hmm. i grew up a good kid you know so yeah yeah, i think different different things work for different people for sure yeah and Um, would i be that kind of father yeah i I don't know maybe maybe not (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any advice as towards what that school should do? It's called um, Dawson College? Doan. Doan. Doan, right. It's called Doan College. Yeah. What um, would you say? My advice to the school mm-hmm. would be to assist the authorities in tracking down those kids. Right. Wherever their parents have sent them. Mm. And um, I, like, I, I posted something on Twitter. Like, I'm very interested in seeing like international news outlets like carrying this story right like cnn you know al jazeera like i'm very like i like the the news is very heartbreaking you know nobody wants to see like their child like like no parent wants to send your child to school come to school to pick up your child and find out your kid is dead like it makes no sense and then especially with like the whole like the bullies parents like flying them out of the country to like Mm. protect them like i think that's very foolish I don't think that was the best decision at all. Accountability, because, yeah. Because at some point, like, they have to, they have to answer to the law, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think there's, uh, what's that? What's the, I forget what that word is called. Where like, you know, after a certain period of time, like, 
you kind of like you don't have to get charged for a crime you committed or something i don't know the yeah word, but i know, but what you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah i don't i don't think that like that like works in murder mm. you know at least even if there is there's a certain number of years like i think they're gonna find you within those number of years yeah you know and i think uh i think uh, they, those kids definitely need to answer answer to the law you can't you can't take away a life and and get away with it yeah you know? yeah i don't know i i just think um the system not the, the school system well speaking for my country it might it might be getting a little too loose in allowing stuff like that because i know that when i was in school mm-hmm. bullying was a big thing and if you got caught bullying like it was just a big yeah thing and i think that's why there was that need to say no it was a punishment for doing this but i don't know this was outright bullying because there's no way a senior is going to come in and switch off the light. That's what senior boys would do to yeah, each other. I know that senior boys yeah, senior at my boys school would just <laughs> switch off the light and they'll start beating each other. And no one would die. And no one would go and snitch. And no one goes to snitch. Exactly. Do you understand? But yeah. now we're doing it to juniors? Like, yeah. Yeah. Nah. That's, that's like it, For me, like that's what I said. Like Boarding school prepares you for the pol- politics of society at large. Mm. You know, you see, it's just like, how you see like new uh, representatives come into the government and promise you all these things and mm. tell you, oh, we're not going to be like the last guys. And then, you know, they get into power, they get into office and they're, they're doing worse. They're yeah. worse than the last guys, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. So, we've come to the end of our show. Any last words, anything you'd like to say, anybody you'd like to shout out or. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Shout out the whole family. Uh, Priscilla, Tibbs, Sammy, Sharon, Pamela, my siblings. Shout out mom and dad. Uh, shout out my friends, uh, Falari and Caleb, uh, Junior, Moses. Shout out all the people I love. Shout out you. You know, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for inviting me yeah. to your platform. I I really appreciate this. It was such sure. a pleasure to have you yeah. and um yeah thank you <laughs> you're welcome awesome. anyway um thank you everybody who tuned in today um this is the end of the show just gonna close off with some music we have a few minutes to go gonna play some music i hope you have a good week um this is the final week of school so i hope you're taking care of yourself and um yeah looking forward to christmas oh yeah and uh follow me on instagram at yes. ovion 222 mm-hmm. and my snapchat is joseph underscore lxp that's so cool. instagram ovion 222 and my snapchat is joseph underscore lxp perfect so you heard that here on the vulnerability talk show i will tag him on all the posts that we make today um once again everybody i hope you're taking care of yourself i hope you've made alternative plans if you had to cancel um flights like me um just make sure that you're not alone as well as um, the new knowledge that we got from our guest today that international students are still allowed to travel he's laughing at me but you know i spilled milk i feel sorry for you i literally got my refund and i was like that's real (laughs) did you get all your money back though i had to pay like cancellation fees and all that oh yeah yeah but um nothing too crazy i'll be here in the snow Uh, anyway um thank you so much everybody don't forget to like and share the vulnerability talk show and if you'd like to send in some feedback um please be sure to do so our last song to close off the show today is holy father and um yeah see you next week
calling us gold coppers, bullshit. Don't you see? Our love can be tougher than JMB if you don't see that I broke your hands, but you broke me twice. Then it back up somebody else. You still look me straight in the eye, but it's gone. Stop bringing me down. Love's gotta bring me up. Stop bringing me down. Love's gotta bring me down. I can't live like this no more. I can't live like this no more. I can't live like this no more. I can't live like this no I'm Archie Mann, host of Candle and Commons, and you're listening to CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. The Nanaimo area is a unique place to live, love, and work, a place of lands and natural values worthy of protection. At the Nanaimo and Area Land Trust, we support, promote, and protect the natural values of land and water in our area. We are a non-profit, charitable organization committed to the environment working with rights holders and stakeholders in order to protect the land and inform people about the natural values of this place we love. For more information or volunteer opportunities, see our website at nalt.bc.ca or call 250-714-1990. Join us in building a culture of stewardship. Are you a musician, listener, label, interesting person, why not record a station ID for CHLY? You know, like, I am a robot and you are listening to CHLY 101.7 in Nanaimo. You can record your own version, submit it to us, and hear yourself going over the airwaves. Woohoo! Get the details and submit at chly.ca slash station ID. Radio Malaspina a comme engagement de vous offrir une expérience médiatique exclusive, innovatrice et accessible à tous. Nous encourageons les citoyens à être des membres actifs de leur communauté. CHLY fonctionne grâce à ses volontaires et est supporté par ses membres et ses auditeurs. Nous représentons les voix de l'Université de l'île de Vancouver, de Nanaimo et des îles environnantes. Pour plus d'informations, visitez www.chly.ca ou bien téléphonez au 250-716-3410. Merci et continuez d'écouter CHLY 101.7 FM. Hi, I'm Sukien Lee and you are listening to CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Nanaimo. 